What's going on? It's time for another episode of Too Hard for the Radio, transmitting from the future free state of Greater Idaho. I am the one-armed madman, and out of the badlands of southern Montana, it's Nolan5150. Nolan, what's up, man? I have a fucking nightmare of disaster going on in my house right now. My fucking studio, with, with air quotes, is in my office, and I have got shit everywhere. I've got cords everywhere. I've got cables everywhere. I had to go to Walmart again today and try and buy another new cable. They didn't have it, of course. I bought a cable last week because my phone wasn't working to hook up to my computer to be my camera, so I had to use my camera audio from last week. The cable I bought from that doesn't work. It's only an audio cable. The cable that I got from Amazon doesn't have an Ethernet adapter on it, so I'm sending that one back. I've got two more coming, one for my computer, one for my iPad, and now I got to get out of this fucking room. I, right before we started, I came in, I tripped over a cord, I went flying into the other side of the room, my <laughs> caster went tumbling onto the ground, my iPad went flying, and now I've been running around like a madman trying to figure out this Zoom recording. Something tells me that Nolan is not going to be on the Zoom video again this week. Uh, well, <laughs> if we even are lucky enough to have video this week but you know at this point if there wasn't at least one technical glitch it wouldn't be too hard for the radio ah uh, yeah that's a, that's a good point if it weren't for glitches we would have nothing to do oh if, if it wasn't for glitches i'd actually be able to put some serious prep and showtime into this instead of having to spend hours on the phone talking to apple and the internet company i got i was on the phone with apple for an hour last week trying to get my fucking computer and my iPad straightened out because ever since the internet went out, they've just all gone to shit. My iPad won't make phone calls anymore. My computer is, the disk space is always full. I I, I don't even keep yeah. anything on the computer. It's just full all the time. It's locked up. And I was really pissed because I couldn't get my fucking camera to work. And I needed that to record because the computer audio wasn't working good enough for that. So I'm, I'm trying to get this fucking camera working. I'm going back and forth with them. I'm like, it's not this. It's not that. It's not this. It's not that. And finally, I, something clicked in my head. Ah, I think the fucking connector's bad. And then I tried it, and it, it was. It was my adapter the entire time. I've been letting my adapter hang from my computer, and it wore the yep. connector out. So, you know, another hour yeah, down. Yeah, that's pretty normal. The you got to keep all stress and pressure off of, off of those connectors, especially those like USB-C and those uh, Apple, uh, what are they, the light speed or something? The lightning, the lightning was at lightning, least better. Yeah. It didn't have any interior, you know, the, the USB-C is a female and a male. It's like a dick with a pussy inside of it. <laughs> where the, where the uh, lightning's yeah. just a dick, you know? Less, USB less movement around binary yeah yeah, yeah yeah the usb <laughs> is like a it's like a pussy with a condom around it or something like that to lighten up the load as it goes in to the other pussy that's the future just grinding pussy on pussy <laughs> ipod connectors so uh, what's been going funny. on with you uh just uh schooling man just trying to get um all my online shit done so um i can get out to milwaukee and get uh get those certs baby you know uh, i had my first week of school was last week and last so during the summer i had to take this computer class 
And this computer class has been a fucking nightmare. It's been a thorn in my side ever since I started school. They, they, you have to pass this computer class. And in order to pass this class, you have to have a Microsoft computer with Word, Excel, PowerPoint, and Access. And Access, nobody uses for anything. I've bought three computers now for this fucking class. The first one didn't work. I had to send it back. Uh, the second one... I sent back because I ended up getting a spare. My mom had a spare, but then that one didn't have access on it. So I had to send that one back. Now I just bought another new one and it doesn't have access either. It's what, a fucking nightmare. So then, so anyways, with this fucking class, they gave me an extent, the, the teacher gave me an extension on it. She's like, yeah, you can have a year to finish because this class is a bear anyways. The problem is, so I cheated on the entire class. I didn't do a fucking thing in the class. I like all the assignments. I sent them over to my mom and she did them all. And then <laughs> I just turned them in and didn't learn a fucking thing. But now it's starting to bite me in the ass because I'm taking a business analytics class and a statistics class and they're all Excel yeah. and I don't know how to use Excel at all. And I don't know how to use Excel is not an acceptable excuse in this class because I had to pass the Excel class to get into this class. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So now I'm dealing. So now I'm dealing with this fucking teacher. She she was all about, oh, I'll give you a year. Don't worry about it. You can have an extension for a year. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I didn't really do much. I didn't practice for these tests that I have to go in and take. And I needed the other computer to practice for these tests. So she gets a hold of me. I I I I get a hold of her at the end of the semester because my school uh, like locks me out at the end of the semester. So I can't finish up any of the shit. We go back and forth a couple times. I can't get in. Yeah, you can. No, I can't. Yeah, you can. No, I can't. Here's the pictures. The same fucking thing over and over. So finally, instead of fixing it, she goes, well, I think I can just waive some of the requirements. I'm like, fuck good. Finally. Yeah. And she goes, but I want to talk in, in, uh, on the phone and see how far you are on the Microsoft and Excel. And I haven't done any of it. I haven't even opened the computer to look at it yet. <laughs> so she's been wanting me to call her this week on that. And I've been trying. So my plan was to get the computer, log on, and get some of the shit done before I call her so I can seem like I've done something. But I yep. ended up getting locked out of that program, too, the other day, like two days ago. So I don't, I, now I can't even get into it. And they don't even let you purchase this. Like, you can't even put in your credit card and say, yeah. I want an extra month or whatever. It's just, like, only through the fucking school. So typically in my classes, I cheat. I, I go to the quizzes and the homework, and all you have to do is, like, copy, paste into Google, and then you can go to, like, two or three different sites that I have memberships to, and they'll give you the answers to the, the questions. But these ones... They're off. Like a couple of the numbers are off, so I have to like figure out how to do the math myself and shit like that. And this is gonna be a bad one. And I have to take uh, tests in the in the school to pass these ones too. So uh, no matter what I do, I, I'm gonna actually have to do something in this class. You have to mask up to go in. No, no, they. I don't think they're pulling that shit anymore. You know, I heard on uh, No Agenda. They said that um, Berkeley, I think it's Berkeley now, if you don't get your flu shot, you have to wear a mask. Jesus. Right? I mean, how uh, much longer well, before? I, I saw it coming from the get-go. Um, uh, them just trying to turn turn the COVID into uh, a new yearly, you know, or twice a year kind of booster flu shot or whatever. I think. I, as soon as I turned 18, I my mom used to make me get the 
shot every year. And I felt like every year I got it, I got more sick. So, um, as soon as I was 18 and my mom couldn't tell me what to fucking do, I was like, nope, no thanks. And yeah, uh, worked out better for me, I think. Yeah. I mean, she worked in public schools, so she was all into the propaganda, I bet, at that time. Like, you know, public schools, they don't fuck around with stuff like that. Get the flu. I don't think I've ever gotten a flu shot in my life. I only get sick like every couple of years, too. And I still don't think I ever got COVID. I got sick once, but... You know, it wasn't any, it wasn't a big deal. And I mean, at this point, it, it seems like the people who didn't get vaccinated were the smart ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll know more later on that one because yeah, nobody, nobody can tell you what the uh, long-term, long-term effects are going to be of that yeah. shit. And that was the big, big uh, question mark, in my opinion, on the whole thing. Well, even the short-term effects aren't great. And we've got data on that. I mean, if you go to the VAERS reports, the VAERS reports, and and you apply their own um, method for discounting how many people don't report, it shows hundreds of thousands of injuries from the vaccine. Hundreds of thousands. Yep. W- more, worse yep. than any vaccine we've ever administered to people. And they're still just pounding it, you know. Rock the shot with the guitar and the syringe, you know. Just yeah. fucking crazy people. I mean... I think they're going for seasonal. I think they, they want you in every season. Spring cleaning, time for a shot. Oh, it's it, it's time to put those pumpkins out. Are, are you are you filled up on your COVID shot? Do you need another booster? You know, and at what point does it go from like being a vaccine to a booster? I mean, at this point, they're all kind of yeah. just boosters because everybody who's gotten them has already gotten vaccine already. So, I, I mean... It, it's wild that they can just call it a booster or a vaccine or whatever. Oh, go get vax, go get boosted. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah, well, it's like all the, um, you know, acts like the, um, what is it, the uh, Inflation Reduction Act yeah. now? Uh, it's the, you, just, you just slap a fucking label on it and, you know, whatever. Yeah. They don't care James what you believe Lindsay. or not. Have you heard of James Lindsay before? He's been on Joe Rogan a few times. He's the, he's the guy, he's... Um, oh. He knows Marxism better than just about anybody on the on the opposite side of Marxism. So he's big into this shit. And I, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it's called like the Iron Rule of Wokeism or something like that. Whatever they say, they're actually doing the exact opposite. So yeah. it, Inflation Reduction Act adds to inflation. You know, yeah. uh, we're going to flatten the curve. Uh, we're actually going to destroy the entire fucking country, you know? Well, seems to be the way it is. Yeah. So last week we, uh, I, I made a last minute call and I, I think it was the wrong call. So what happened? I I'm, I'm getting ready for the show and Biden's speech comes out and I'm on Twitter on and off and people are freaking out over the Nazi aesthetics of the entire thing. And I look at the picture and I go, Oh man, this is, this is good. So I send you the picture. We have a little discussion on it, but I didn't, I made the the decision not to watch the speech. I figured it was just going to be more of the same, you know, the same type of bullshit that he's doing. I got an email like is the day after the show comes out. One of my buddies goes, dude, you dropped the ball on this one. Big time. You got caught up on the Nazi aesthetics and you didn't listen to anything he said. I go, no, I didn't listen to any said anything I said. I'm sorry, I was late. You know, it was late. I didn't get a chance to see it. I just got my fucking internet fixed. 
give me a goddamn break here. What did he say? So he sent me three clips. So he said he went total dark Brandon. This is this is beyond anything he's ever done. He's declaring war on the American people. I go, oh, dark Brandon, that sounds a little fun. So here is <laughs> dark Brandon, clip one. I haven't seen these yet. Here we go. Hi. My name is. Oh. My name is. Hey. Yeah. This is a little. Brandon. Dark My Brandon. What? My name is. Who? My name is. The, the guy. Hi, kids. Yeah. Pie tits? Uh, not pie tits. This Want to see me close bad. both my eyelids? I get real close. I'm quicker than most. Let me be clear. I ain't I'm afraid, afraid of no ghosts. ghosts. I, I, I take my Tonky Joe drugs. And give super long hugs. Oh, I bet he does. <laughs> I'm also an ice cream guy. Of course he is. What? Dark Brandon. Stop the tape. I need to be changed. Uh oh. Get another booth. Get the fuck out of here. I keep getting it. Come on, man. That thing didn't pass. Then I fell on my ass off a bike that wasn't even going too fast. No, I'm serious. Flew the crown from Obama. He's a real bad dude. Gave him a little fist bump because I didn't want to be rude. Gas is still eighteen dollars. What are you guys talking about? You, Joe. It's all right. The economy's strong. And I couldn't be prouder of my boy Hunty's dog. It, it's uh, I'm it's the a next guy. So stop your search. If you don't vote for me, you ain't a black guy person. Hi. Uh, what? Dark Brandon. Thank you and God bless America. Smile at camp. Sniff sleepy. Who's my name? Hunty and the big guy. DC Records. Well, that wasn't quite what I was expecting. It sounds like that was the whole speech, too. I mean, as far as declaring war, you know, I I, I do have to say, if Trump had announced that he was going to do this big national speech about the danger of the country and he went up and he did a rap song, I think the entire corporate press would lose their minds. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, well, what was that? Oh, I was going to say, uh, I didn't, um, I just, I just watched it and, um, I'll, I'll, it did not look like he had much of a crowd there. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, uh, this one, he said that this one, the crowd gets a little bit more into it. So, uh, let, <laughs> let's hear how they're, they're reacting to the speech. I guess, you know, that wasn't the end. Maybe he thought it was the end. Maybe they ran up the wrong cue card for him and, you know, maybe this was just an intro video, like a um, like a movie preview. Maybe they they had it all lit up in the background, and they brought it out. And hey, here comes Joe, and he walks out all fucking crip walking and shit. That could be cool. <laughs> all right, let's go. Oh, he sounds different in this one. Eric, sweetie, there's a bunch of people showing up Uh-oh. in our backyard saying something about a meeting. Yeah, man, I'm holding a meeting for. Oh man. Well, I really <laughs> fucked that up. That's not the that's not the video. <laughs> oh no! What a nightmare! I I did this whole fucking long video, and then I uploaded the wrong one. Here we go. Here it is. Here it goes. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to Here be Here he comes. Lady. Barack Obama. Oh. My name is Dark Brandon. Uh-oh. I'm the president of... Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to see that all of you were affected... By Donald Trump. Uh-oh. Like I was. Now, 
We all know why we're here. And I believe we all know what needs to be done. We sure do. But I think it's best we don't talk out loud about it until we have most of them on the trains heading to the camps. <laughs> what, what does that mean, sweetie? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, folks, I just want to interrupt for a second and say how remarkable it is that this senile old man brought us all together. <laughs> Donald Trump <laughs> is causing a revolution of spirituality. Thank you, thank you very much. Now, in order to do what we all know needs to be done, we are first going to need more support, and then we can begin the cleansing, if you know what I mean. <laughs> we sure do! <laughs> Our numbers have grown, and now together, we have the power to change the world. Now I believe we should take to the streets and march in unwavering support for our democracy. It'll be like a parade. Good idea. Yeah, just like a parade. Against MAGA. Yeah, so those MAGA guys. So, when I say, es ist Zeit zu sabren, you all chant back, we're moving to MAGA. <laughs> what does that mean, dear? Oh, I think it's Aramaic. Yeah. You like in the movie. Who knows? Who cares? Oh, it's Orange Man oh, bad. Yeah. What was our Aramaic line again? We are moving the mega. We are moving the mega. Nazratin. Es ist Zeit für Reich. We are moving the mega. Nazratin. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> All right, everyone, forward march. Es ist Zeit für Reich. We are moving the mega. Nazratin. Okay, I think that's enough of that. I, I, as okay, obviously we're doing a bit here. I, I wanted to put those together because, I mean, this is still a senile old man. Everybody's all fired up over this fucking speech that he gave. He didn't write the fucking speech. He doesn't even know what he's talking about. He's a senile old man, and then you got these people in the crowd. It, it was in the clips that you've seen so far that we're going to play here. We'll, we'll play the actual speech and then we'll, we'll get into some of the stuff he's saying. But there was times where people were chanting, let's go, Brandon, or fuck Joe Biden. There was this part where he goes, I believe in the in the future of this country. And then right on cue, some fucking ambulance sirens go screaming by. Yeah, <laughs> I think I heard that. Um, in my opinion... Like you said, he didn't he didn't write it for sure, obviously. But uh I don't think he gave the speech. That looked like the most obvious deep fake I've ever seen. Like um Well it's a live speech. Yeah, but what's live, you know? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, maybe live? who knows like, at this you point, could, right? <laughs> you could you could record it. You could record it in a studio and uh and then fucking uh broadcast it. Live, you well, you know? know, they have a studio across the street from the White House. They built one. That was the that was I the whole something about it, that. It looks exactly like the Oval Office or something like that, but it's green screen. So, you know, who really knows? And I mean, he was so fucking jacked up on Adderall and whatever else they're getting. They're giving my talkie joke drugs, dude. He was fucking jacked up. <laughs> They had him fucking peeking. I was waiting for his eyes to start shaking. Like, you know how your eyes start fucking shaking when you're on ecstasy? I was waiting for him to do that. Or, dude, like, when I get all fired up, my, I got dentures. He's got dentures. I start, like, foaming at the mouth and shit because your dentures just can't keep up with your mouth. And I was just waiting for him to, like, start foaming at his chops and shit because he's just, dude's peeking, man. 
He's fucking high. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I just, it didn't look, it didn't look like his, his, like the whole his body compared to his head. Um, it seemed like, you know, it, it seemed superimposed. Well, <laughs> what the fuck again, superimposed I'm, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on this one because <laughs> this took place on Pennsylvania Avenue, so I don't think it's a deep fake. <laughs> Never know, man. We'll hey, see. you know what? How about a, a, a body a body double or a? Here's what they could do: they could put an actual actor out there, and then put the face face swap on him, like Hal Dunnigan does. Well, yeah, that that's what I was. That's thinking, weird. Okay, you know? okay. Obviously, obviously, there's a body out there, but they just put a make a little soundstage. They put a person out there, and uh, and then they just do the little bit of. You know, movie magic to the face and yeah, abracadabra, it's Biden. Yeah, well, well, we'll have to see. Because it didn't sound like him. It, you know, it didn't sound like any of his speeches that I've seen where it it looks like, it actually looks like him and everything. But well, so way here's, too coherent. So here's the deal. And that's, uh, I just went Biden on you. Here's the deal, Jack. <laughs> A couple of days ago, they changed the narrative. And this happened while I didn't have any fucking internet. The internet, went, the the narrative went from being the let's come together, we're here, you know, and I, I'm good Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe cares about you. I want you to have a job, all that kind of good stuff. They went to full-on MAGA is fascists. Uh, they're, yeah. you know, semi-fascists. And it's wild. it was wild to see, like, on my social media, people that I know, smart people, like I got into it with one of these guys that I was a roommate with in San Francisco. He's a lawyer. He went to law school. He graduated law school from a decent law school. And he said something like, yeah, all these MAGA people are fascists. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, John? You're, I shouldn't have just said his name. What are you talking about? Well, whatever. John's a fucking random name. Who gives a shit? Um, I go, dude, fascism is the legitimate merger of corporation and state. The entire corporate world was against Donald Trump. They all fucking voted for Biden. They all donated to Biden. And the entire government was against Donald Trump. They just raided his fucking house. How could you sit there for a second and say that this is in any way fascism? It's just wild. Like, you could use authoritarianism. You could use fucking uh, sociopathy. You could use a bunch of different terms and i i would disagree but still see okay i can see where your brain went but in this situation it's literally i heard the buzzword on tv it gave me a little chubby and now i'm gonna run with it no fucking thought yeah. whatsoever as to what fascism actually is and what it would look like in the united states i mean if anything the biden administrations are the fascists i mean look at what's going on with our energy right now they're they're completely fucked we'll get into energy here in a little bit let's go to talk to joe and listen to a couple of his fucking words here we must be honest with each other and with ourselves too much of what's happening in our country today <laughs> is not normal donald trump yeah i just got a fucking notice from california <laughs> Saying that I, I need to turn down my air conditioner. Yeah, that's not fucking normal. These people are acting like it's never been hot before. It's fucking insane. I mean. Yeah. I, I It was 105 today. 
and they act like oh, it's here. never been hot before. I thought when I lived in California, I had an 88 Chevy Silverado pickup when I was in high school and my starter went out. And when you're in high school and you don't have any fucking money, a $110 starter is not the easiest thing in the world to come by. And I used to have to crawl under my truck and bang on the starter. And dude, sometimes at gas stations, I'd have to go up to somebody and be like, Hey man, can you turn over my truck while I go bang on the starter? And this went on for like three months. It only happened every once in a while. So it wasn't like an every time thing, but dude, I remember times where I couldn't lay on the fucking blacktop. It was so goddamn hot. I had to go and find cardboard or something because there was just no fucking way. I mean, I remember driving back from from uh, Redding before at Lake Shasta, and we had friends with us that didn't have air conditioner in their car, and we thought they were going to have fucking heat strokes. They didn't talk about turning off the power back then. It was just, hey, buy a better car with air conditioner. Now they don't even want to let you do that. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, you want to talk about a joke? They uh, Gavin Newsom just uh, announced by twenty thirty five, right? Yeah, we went over this last week. Sales. I've got yeah, more yeah, on yeah. it. And, I, I've got more on it as we go. So let's let's keep on with right. Joe, and then we'll get into into climate here in a minute because I've got I've got some I've got some great Gavin Newsom for you coming up. <laughs> All right, let's go back to talkie Joe. I, I'll try not to fucking pause this too much. But he just Republicans drives me insane. Represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. They want to turn your power I want off. To be very clear, very clear up front. <clears throat> not every Republican, not even the majority of Republicans, are MAGA Republicans. Not every Who Republican. Who the fuck is he talking about? Liz Cheney? I know, because I've been able to work with these mainstream Republicans. Yeah, he worked with the fucking, uh, the Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan back in the 70s. He was the the crime, Joe the Crime Bill guy. I mean, this is wild. Talky Joe, coming up. And here, in my view, is what is true. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. They refuse to accept the results of a free election. And they're working right now, as I speak, in state after state, to give power to decide elections in America to partisans and cronies, empowering election deniers to undermine... Partisans and cronies? Mr. fucking Halliburton over here talks about cronies, the big guy getting a cut from fucking China, getting a cut from Ukraine, this fucking guy who stood... In a, on a, I don't even, I think it was, um, uh, geez, I don't remember what commission this was. This is one of these commissions. He's sitting over there. He's talking about, I went over to Ukraine and I told him, you got to fire that prosecutor. If you don't fire him, you're not getting a billion dollars. And wouldn't you know it? They fired the prosecutor. And this was the prosecutor who was investigating Burisma, the company who his son sits on the board of his son who has less energy experience than I do. Yeah, yeah, it's a racket. It's a fucking racket. It's a scam. And democracy itself. MAGA forces are determined. Forces. To take this country backwards. 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 To an they America want it. where there is no. They want to turn your power off and send you back to the Middle Ages. But the MAGA Republicans want to take you backwards. Just 
the audacity of these people to stand up here when they're literally shutting power off across the entire fucking country to say that they want to take us backwards. And if, and, and what they're talking about is Roe versus Wade. That's the only real thing they've got to stand on. And all they're really doing is taking it to the constitution, which says that the States decide this whole, they don't respect the constitution thing. They, they literally took out an unconstitutional ruling and kicked it back to the states. All right. Yeah, it's the, right, the age old. There, uh, they were. You, you don't respect the constitution, but the constitution is what I say it is. Yeah. Bullshit. Okay. This like, oh, uh, you just project everything that you're doing on on the other people, and then probably about fifty percent of the the population that don't actually pay attention and think for themselves at all are just going to believe those little clips and snippets that they hear. What's our Aramaic line again? Oh, this is fun. (laughs) You see why I put this in here, folks. This is what we're dealing with a lot of the goddamn time. Oh, they're semi-fascist. This sounds like fun. We're fighting fascism. We're Antifa. We're going to go dress up and take down Donald Trump, who's not even in office anymore. And by the way, I think at this point, it's pretty safe to say that they're going to indict him. They're going to do something to him. I would bet that they don't really have anything on him. This is probably going to be another long burn like uh, the Russiagate bullshit is. And I think their game is going to be to catch him up in some, um, you know, bullshit um, uh, what what do they call it? Uh, I don't even remember. Uh, obstruction charges or some bullshit like that. They're gonna try and get him for obstruction or lying to Congress. They'll they'll pull him up in front of Congress and say you had a um an envelope marked top secret and all of those files were missing. Where did those files end up? And you go, oh, they ended up in in that room in that file case. And they go, up, oh, nope, it was actually in that file case. So you lied, and yeah. now you're obstructing yeah. justice, and we're gonna fucking hang you and send you to Guantanamo Bay and fucking waterboard you with Gatorade. They're literally just grasping at straws, trying to desperately find anything um, real to try to indict him in and get him tied up in any kind of bullshit just to uh, inject all that doubt and everything into the public's mind. Mm-hmm. Whether it's true or not. I have another. I have another clip that that in a lot of ways relates that I was going to skip it, but now it, I think it's kind of fitting. Here we go. Every day, gentlemen. Every day that brings us closer to November. Oh, November. Every day that man remains free is one more failure. Three hundred and forty-seven days, gentlemen. Three hundred and forty-seven failures. Chancellor, we do not have the adequate force. We are being buried beneath the avalanche of your inadequacies, <laughs> Mr. Maga forces. Tonight, I will speak directly yeah. to these people and make yeah, the I situation bet you will talk perfectly to Joe. clear to them. The security of this nation depends on complete and total compliance. Tonight, Wear your mask. Take your shot. Or Turn down your air conditioning. <clears throat> Hang him in the streets. Hang him in the streets. I mean, that's a very fitting clip. I, I mean, it, it actually worked out better because uh, it, it flowed better going that way <laughs> than going to it before him. Uh, let's see if this is gonna fuck me on on where I where I left off on Mr. Joe. And, and again, nope. we see majority of. Nope. 
state after state to give power to decide elections in America to partisans and cronies, right. empowering election deniers to undermine democracy itself. They always talk about Nine our democracy. Are determined to take this Their country democracy. backwards, backwards to an America where there is no right to choose. Yep. No right to privacy. Oh, yeah. No right to contraception. No right to marry who you love. They promote authoritarian leaders and they fan the flames of political violence that are a threat to our personal rights, to the pursuit of justice, to the rule of law, to the very soul of this country. Soul. We hear you've heard it. More and more talk about violence as an acceptable political tool in this country. It's not, it can never be. These are the people who fucking called the mostly peaceful, pro fiery, but mostly peaceful protests. Violence yeah. is never an option. And you got people like Maxine Waters. When is peaceful or protests ever had to be peaceful? You got to make these people uncomfortable. AOC, protests aren't meant to be peaceful. These people carried water for Black Lives Matter for two years, an entire summer. They burned down cities, and they want you to just forget about that like it never happened. We were always the party of law and order. The Republicans were always a nightmare. They never gave a shit. Look at Joe did the crime bill back in the day. That's, you know, we're locking people up like crazy. Look at us. We got the uh, a cop in the office right now. She's responsible for locking up more black people than anybody else in this country. Yeah, it, it's uh, it, like you're saying. Let's uh, let's try to recall what were the groups that were looting and destroying cities and destroying a ton of public property. Yeah. But then, oh, oh no, 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 January sixth. Yes, that's what we got to focus on. Yes, I got in an argument with this uh, about my buddy one time. Um, I, I was telling – he was telling me, you know, oh, January 6th is the worst thing ever. I'm like, I don't give a shit about January 6th. In fact, I kind of encouraged it because I think these politicians should be scared. I, I don't mind scaring the shit out of these people. It's a fucking building. I don't give a shit. Our taxpayer dollars pay for it anyways. Like, who gives a shit? You know, and, and I was defending libertarianism to him, and he goes, well, I bet you a lot of those people in there – called themselves libertarians and i go yeah and i bet you most of the people raiding those fucking targets and burning them down called themselves democrats so don't fucking talk to me <laughs> about a couple of people who may have been running a fucking uh, a rattlesnake flag while they were running into the capitol fuck off i mean this wild right like Democrats, their hands are just clean on everything those those people out there they they have nothing to do with us you know yeah, they didn't encourage it at all. Uh, they didn't discourage it at all. You know, by they didn't overtly encourage it, but none of them discouraged it. If anything, they were quiet by design. You know, oh, they they have a, a point to be out there, and and this is most of most ninety nine percent of the time, this is peaceful. So there's there's no yeah. no sense in. And discounting the entire movement because of a couple bad apples. It's like, come on, man. Well, they 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 come, they uh, painted it with that uh, racial justice um, yeah. tone, you know, uh, with George Floyd shit. Uh, it was all about 
racial justice. And then, you know, they just roll from that to who was it? Was it uh, AOC or um, that, uh, you know, they were like you said, you got to get out in the streets and take the fight to them. That yeah. kind of bullshit. Yeah. And, you, you know, that, that's like saying, get out there and smash some shit. Wink. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Go out there and make your voice heard. Not too loud, though. Wink, yep. you know, yeah, yeah. that's, that's exact with a wink and a nod, you know, mm-hmm. uh, be peaceful with a wink and a nod. That's, that's a very <laughs> good point, Nolan. Very good point. Let's, let's finish up with Joe here. You know what? I think we've heard enough from Joe. Have you heard enough from Joe? I think we get the picture. He's an asshole. He's fucking popped up on drugs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so. Let's go to our press secretary, Karim George St. Pierre Van Damme, and 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 hear what what this what this what type of thinking this is. Play you piece of shit. Play you piece of shit. There and we go. Again, we see majority of Americans who disagree. And so when you are not with where majority of Americans are, then you know that is extreme. That is an extreme way of thinking. If you don't want to take the vaccine and bolt a mask to your child's face, Nolan, that is an extreme way of thinking. If you want to have a gas vehicle, my God, what is wrong with you, you extreme piece of shit? Fall in line. Dude, please tell me you saw, like, right before we got on, I sent you a, a, a meme on, on Instagram. It was a picture of a Prius with California plates no, with a fucking generator strapped to the back of it. <laughs> it's a Tesla. Oh, that's oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, I didn't, I didn't pull into this yet, but I just wanted to bring it up now that I remembered it. Remember we were talking about how, how we were relating Tesla to um, – the YZM 400 and how uh, motocross bent the rules to allow this bike. Have you ever yep. seen a Tesla with a front license plate? No, they don't what run them. They don't fucking run them. And guess what? They're allowed to, because it's a Tesla, you know, why, <laughs> why, why not? You don't need it. I mean, I try running. I, I still on my 72 pickup. I have the Cal, I have the original California plates on it and I refuse to take them off. To me, that's a piece of art that it's got the original yeah. plates. Why would I take those original plates that have been on that fucking truck for what, 55 years or something like that to put on some stupid Idaho plate? And I've got pulled over for it like three times and I've gotten in arguments with cops where I'm like, yeah, man, you can give me the ticket, but I'm not going to take them down. I'm, I'll, I'll put the Idaho plate on. I'll drive to the DMV. I'll get the thing signed off and then I'm going to put the California plate back on and two yeah. out of the three. We're, we're, we're just like, whatever. The other guy gave me a fucking ticket, but uh, you know, I don't give a shit. Fuck him. These people are fucking crazy. All right. Let's get back into my notes. What do we got going on next? So let's go to Justin Trudeau and find out what's causing this, these people with the extreme way of thinking, what's causing them to have all this built up animosity and, and just hatred for the government. Here's Justin Trudeau. Um, I'm just wondering, what do you think is behind the rise in threats that politicians are facing? We've been through a lot as a, as a country, as a world over these past years. 
Let me, let me field that one for you. We're forcing people to do things they don't want to do. Next question, please. All right, let's finish with this asshole. Obviously, the pandemic, uh, increasing anxiety because of climate change. Oh! Transformations of our economy, um, rise in, um, in mental health and addiction problems, particularly with the opioid uh, crisis and who, that has been who caused uh, that? ravaging communities right across the country. Um, it's a lot of pressure on a lot of people. And unfortunately... We have nothing um, to do with it. There is... Uh, there are no easy solutions for all these challenges we're facing. Um, it's going to take yourself. hard work. It's going to take people uh, listening to each other. It's going to take uh, orders of government stepping up and uh, delivering uh, for people. And it's so time for responsible leadership. It's time for people to uh, look to assuage fears and angers, uh, to respond with a positive vision of the future. Um, but people are hurting. People are hurting because of all these things we're going through. And we need to make sure that the messages that we put forward as a country, and not just political leaders, but community leaders, uh, institutions, are focused on supporting each other. Canada made it through this pandemic better than most places in the world because Canadians do a really good job of being there for each other. And... Yeah, there for each other. When they had a fucking massive trucker protest and rally, he called these people terrorists and racists and people with extreme ideologies. This fucking guy, why do people hate you? Um, I think it's because climate change, Joe. Yeah, he, he they froze, I, I don't think they seized, but they froze a bunch of the truckers' yes. bank accounts. Crypto, too. Yes. All of the all of the crypto that people were donating to him, they they froze all the crypto accounts. Yeah, they they yeah. shut down yeah. GoFundMe. GoFundMe shut down all of their shit. You still have to have a vaccine to go into that fucking country. It's yeah. just I, wild I, to me that the, these people are so arrogant. And I mean, this guy's a fucking communist. I don't know if you've heard the conspiracy theory that he's the illegitimate <laughs> si child of, of Fidel Castro. I totally buy that yeah. one. Yeah. I totally yeah. fucking buy that one. And, I mean, he even <laughs> looks like Fidel. I'm looking at his face right now. He's fucking brown. It, it's climate change. <sighs> yeah. Oh, the, the uh, oh, opioid crisis. Like, dude, you locked people in their fucking homes for two years, and now you're blaming their anger on climate change and opioid addiction, which you fucking caused? These people are just out of their fucking minds. What what is even more um, crazy to me now? It seems like uh, the opioid thing's been done to death. Ha 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 ha! So now now it's uh now all of a sudden it's uh the fentanyl, you know? Yeah. Now all of a sudden everybody's dying from fentanyl, oh, but yeah. it, uh, you don't hear about any more opioids, right? It's yeah. all fentanyl deaths, and all the news is all about all these big fentanyl seizures seizures from across the border. Yeah. Well, like, to be what fair, happened to all the opioids, dog? Like, well, can you get fair, them cheap now or what? <laughs> to be fair, fentanyl is an opioid, but it, it, yeah. it's kind uh, of taken the it's kind of taken the wind out of calling it an opioid crisis when they're just fentanyl, fentanyl, fentanyl. It's kind of like yeah. how yeah. when oxycotton's were the problem 
it was all Oxycontin, Purdue, Purdue, Purdue Pharma, Oxycontin, Oxycontin, Oxycontin. Nothing about morphine or heroin or any of that other shit. And then also, this has been my biggest gripe with a lot of these fucking, uh, the reporting on the opioid crisis is, why aren't these pharmaceutical companies stepping up and saying, hey, we're going to make a a free test kit that we're going to give out to addicts that will let you test the pills that you get because we don't want you dying from a pill that you think is ours, even though you're not, even though you weren't prescribed it and you're buying it on the street, we don't want you to die because you thought you were buying something of ours. I mean, if there was like, imitation skittles going around that were killing people just for you know every thousand bag every hundred thousand bag million bags of skittles had one bad skittle in it that could make somebody sick and even die they would recall every fucking bag they would do everything in their power not to go under and they would be reaching out hey we didn't do this we don't know who did it, but we're going to do everything in our power to make sure it stops. These opioid companies don't give a shit. They're probably getting a lot of their supri- supply from the Taliban, and who knows how the, the cartels fit into that equation. You got guns going down uh, south. You got drugs going north. You got drugs going going west from Afghan. Who knows how, this, how the, the pharmaceutical companies fit into this, but they sure aren't doing much about it. They're they're not even capable of throwing people a bone. Nope. It's uh, yeah, like you said, it, it if they everybody wants to talk like they care or you know put off that optic like they care, but what are you actually doing? Um, you know, like you said, Pat, uh, just distribute a test kits to test uh, whatever, whatever you're getting, uh, just a fentanyl test. You can put some of whatever you got. Yep. See, they're saying there's fentanyl laced weed now. That's which such doesn't bullshit. make any sense. It's such yeah. bullshit. I've always, fu- the reason you cut, so the reason you cut drugs with fentanyl, if people don't know this, is because it's it, insanely strong. So you can buy yep. like a pound of black tar heroin that is, hundred percent pure and then you can cut it with a lot of shit and then add a little bit of fentanyl in it to give it a kick you can do the same thing with china mm-hmm. white you get a bunch of china white you cut it all down you put baby powder in it you put uh laxatives and shit like that in it and then you give it a little bit of uh, fentanyl to give it a kick and mm-hmm. if you put too much fentanyl in it then you get too much of a kick and you kick the fucking bucket yep. but um yeah the, the whole weed thing that's ridiculous you can't even Fentanyl doesn't even activate that way. It won't activate through a direct flame on weed. You have to freebase it. There's, it's, and first of all, weed, there's no reason to lace weed. You're never going to make it stronger by lacing it, and all you're doing is wasting your money. People are going to buy weed no matter what because it's fucking weed. It, it, it's, yeah, I, I, I always get annoyed when I, when I hear that because I think it's complete fucking bullshit. All right, so let's get back into into climate change. As we know, California, uh, I'm sure you've seen the news, California is under the, the biggest heat wave they've ever had. I mean, it, it's essentially <laughs> Jurassic Park over there in California. And by the way, before we go into this, I watched the new Jurassic Park last night. Terrible fucking movie. Terrible movie. <laughs> Somehow, the as the CGI gets better, the movies get fucking worse. And, <laughs> dude, get this shit. 
the dinosaurs that they designed from scratch to live on a tropical island are all moved to the mountains of Europe where it's snowing. <laughs> I mean, do, do I guess they just think that we don't know basic biology at all anymore. We don't realize that dinosaurs are cold-blooded and snow would not be a great thing for a tropical animal. I mean, even our tropical animals can't survive in snow. How's a fucking dinosaur going to do it? It's ridiculous. They got a T-Rex walking around in the snow. Thing would be dead in 20 maybe, minutes. Maybe that was the storyline of why he's so pissed off this time. <laughs> <laughs> my fucking toes are cold, motherfucker. Oh, my God. What is that? Like the seventh installment in the Jurassic Park? I don't even know. It was it was terrible though. Like the first half of it, it was okay, and then it turned into like member berries where they were just like doing callback lines and mashups between the old characters and the new characters, and there was some girl power thrown in. It was fucking weird. It it sucked. (laughs) Like the first half of it, it got like a twenty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So I was thinking. Through the first half, I was like, it's not that bad. It's not a 28. And by the end, I was like, it's a 24. This is fucking horrible. I did watch that uh, that new Stallone flick. How great was that, right? Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I was enjoying it. I felt like it was kind of getting a little corny. And then they hit me with that big... Uh, yeah, the big, big reveal. Uh, yeah, yeah. You didn't the see witch it coming? was actually really cool. You didn't see it coming? Mm-hmm. Not really. Uh, I started to kind of be like, oh, man, but I, I it was, it was yeah. pretty big. Um, it was a great, I thought it, it was, was a great movie. Yeah. I thought it was a great movie. Yeah. I thought the CGI wasn't terrible. They didn't have him wearing a suit, which if they would have had him wearing a spandex suit, it would have wrecked it. You know what I mean? If he would have suited <laughs> up at the end no. to go and beat the shit out of him or something, that would have been terrible. But I that liked was, the way they did my- I like the way they did, did like the callback uh, to the past, and they had a different guy. Or, yeah, I guess they CGI'd his yeah. face in towards the end, but I, yeah. I liked it. Once they revealed his oh, the one, his, the one... um, his line, "Have a blast." <laughs> that was great. Yeah. <laughs> the one, the one effects gripe that I had was he was wearing a plain old normal like fucking t-shirt and and sweatshirts and these bullets are bouncing off of him, but he was getting no holes in his clothes Yeah. until I think the very last scene, he's like walking away from it with, uh, with his hood up. And then he's got like a little tear in his elbow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but you know, what was great was the heat aspect of it. They actually had a oh, reason yeah. for how he could, his cellular uh, metabolism was working so hard that he generated heat and he had to cool down, which is, I thought that was a great fucking, that's a, a big thing in science fiction. So like the book that I'm reading right now is a science fiction book and it has transhumans in it and they all have crests on their head like dinosaurs and it's for heat distribution. So their heads are, yep. are generating so much heat because they're able to uh, process Super time computers. in a different way. So like yeah. while we're having this conversation, they can be in their head, like doing research. So, you know, I could be talking about this right now and you could go and do two hours worth of research in your head about what I'm talking about and then come back with a, uh, an answer that's, you know, better than anything I could ever. But anyways, they, they have to dissipate the heat because if you, anybody knows if you get a fever, your brain overheats and you die. So they have to dissipate these mm-hmm. heats. So they use crests. So I, I thought that was a great touch. I, I really thought that was a great touch. The, the reviews were terrible, but you know, I thought it fucking, I, it was 
way better than Jurassic Park. I'll tell you that. I haven't watched <laughs> I haven't watched the new Top Gun yet. I'm I'm still looking forward to that. But I mean yep. way better than Jurassic Park. All right. Let's get back into let's get back into um climate change here. So California, it, 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 they're back in the Jurassic period. It's 118 degrees, 175 degrees in San Francisco. Let's hear how uh, our energy secretary, Jennifer Granholm, feels about California's grid. Uh, secretary Granholm, um, welcome back to the issue is and welcome back to California. Thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, the big issue in California right now is keeping the lights on. Mm. This Labor Day weekend, wow. it is hot. The power grid is it's 2022, and the issues are keeping are the lights you? on that we don't have rolling blackouts and, and what role does the federal government This is a couple days ago by the way sort of helping keep the state going. Yeah, uh, first of all, you are fortunate that you have an incredible what is known as um, the California ISO and they are organizing incredible. the energy market They're for incredible. California and they are so good. So good. Um, in speaking with them, they have asked for for example from the federal government waivers so that they can get um, any kind of energy that they need oh. where it needs to go. It's got to be so clean, they, though. They know how it's to manage green. Uh, the flow, and so I'm really confident in the leadership of of the state in making sure that, that energy is flowing. Um, you know, but there is no doubt that everybody's using uh, air conditioning, and so mm. there's a real a pull on the grid. You can't be cool in your house, wise, uh, I know that they, they moved uh, off of this and on this, but they're wise to ask people, I think, to conserve uh, where they can uh, just to make sure that we can get through. In the meantime, though, we've got to add more clean energy to the grid. Duh. And that is a critical part of what the president has been focused on and I know the governor is focused on. So this was like two days, this was like Thursday that the, that, that video came out, right? The next fucking day, California comes out and goes, we're fucked. We don't have any energy. You got to turn your air conditioner down. You're going you're gonna to have to have a heat stroke. Otherwise, you know, Google might have to turn off for 10 minutes and, oh, my God, that would just be the worst thing ever. <laughs> These yeah, it, and the whole the whole that's one thing that never made makes sense. It's like what their their whole push right now is everything's got to be green. We got to we got to clean up the earth and reduce our carbon footprint. But then um, they're they're forcing all these electric cars down everybody's throats. And then, boom, the next day, like you're saying. Oh, but uh, the grid's fucked, uh, so we can't even run our ACs. Yeah. But uh, but make sure you charge up that uh, that Tesla. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's fucking wild. All right, so let's go. This is uh, a couple of days later in California. California is in the lead, can show the rest of she is the again. nation how it is done. Warning just coming in from Cal ISO, who runs the power grid in <laughs> They're the so state. Great. They They're so great. They're so good. They're incredible. Electricity to outpace supply tomorrow. Imagine that. That means rolling blackouts are likely. They've issued a flex alert from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. tomorrow night. And during a flex alert, again, you are asked to set your thermostat to 78 degrees or higher. Avoid using major appliances and turn off all unnecessary lights. Yeah, so uh, we're turning off all of the, the energy generation capacity. But when we're when we're out of energy, it's your fault. You got to turn your air conditioner down. What the hell is wrong with you? You're you're killing the planet. People a hundred years from now are gonna uh, they're gonna be going to work and they're gonna be they're gonna have to roll their pants up because their entire house is gonna be underwater. 
two days. I mean, literally two days. Yeah. It goes from these people are incredible. They're so great. They're they're leading the nation to, yeah, we don't have any energy. If you don't turn your fucking power off, your grandmother's going to die because we're going to have to turn her respirator off. I mean, this is California, the, the most prosperous state in the most prosperous country the world has ever known. Yeah, well, actually depending on what the Egyptians may have been capable of. <laughs> but let's let's say, uh, as far as we know, the, the most advanced country this world has ever fucking known, they're having a problem keeping the fucking lights on. Yeah. But we're supposed to give them more power and listen. And, and, and you're keep supposed listening. to put more load. Yeah, yeah. You got to get your electric car going. So California, they're, they're saying now that they were saved by a text. If it wasn't for this text, oh man, the entire country probably would have been dark for in the next six, eight years. I mean, who knows? Climate change may have came early and the whole world might have ended next week if it wasn't for this text. So here's the text. Emergency alert. Cal ISOs. Conserve energy now to protect public health and safety. Extreme heat is straining the state energy grid. Power interruptions may occur unless you take Action, turn off or reduce non-essential power if health allows until 9 p.m. If health allows, my God, they're, at least they're adding that at this point. But you've got to suffer. We are terrible at our jobs, even though we just keep telling you how fucking amazing we are. You need to change your lifestyle. We can't have these natural gas, but we can't have nuclear but you've got to turn down your air conditioner. You can't have a second TV. You can't have a freezer in your garage. You just wait till uh, it gets to the point where you're, you know, you're going to get those individual messages. And uh, what was the thing about the thermostat? Uh, yeah. Where they got they got them plugged into the grid, or yeah. they got them uh, controlled by a company, or something like that. So then it's going to evolve to the point where if you haven't been vaccinated if you haven't got your 15th booster yep yet then oh i'm sorry you are no longer allocated any power for the month and you know how you're gonna know what you'll do is you'll you'll wake up in the morning you'll look down at your phone and it'll say hey you need to go get this booster today or hey uh you went 82 miles an hour on the freeway last week and you have to send in money for the ticket and if you don't pay this stuff you're not going to be able to turn your car on today. Oh, but guess what? Since you don't have any money, you fucking slave, what you can do is you can sell your unused carbon credits to Leonardo DiCaprio so he can use those carbon credits to fly his jet to Davos and lecture you about how you need to change your life, you piece of shit. He's got to go pick up his new 20-year-old girlfriend in Italy. Oh, man, I bet she's banging too. Hey, wait, wait, here uh, we go. I've got a, I've got a, I've got a, a, a button for that. You ready? Don't you see? That's what she oh, no. That's the plan. You don't have ah. And you got one. Here we go. Congratulations. But don't you see? That's what she was there for. That was the plan. To give you a boner. <laughs> and you got one. Congratulations. You're human. Congratulations. You're human. Uh. <laughs> So Idaho, they thought they were going to save Idaho with a tweet. They're trying to tell us that we don't have any energy. They're they're literally trying to, to run this playbook in Idaho, but nobody gives a shit. So here's a, a tweet from Idaho Power yesterday. 
We need your help to hashtag lighten the load. Oh man, they're even throwing the hashtags in. And that's probably their own hashtag because they think if we get this, we'll get our own hashtag going and then we'll get the, the same publicity that PG&E is getting right now. We need your help to hashtag lighten the load. Hot weather and fires across our region are straining the grid as we all try to keep cool and connected. Oh, you got to keep connected. Couldn't have that. We're working hard to keep up with demand, but please reduce your energy using uh, use until 9 p.m. Energy saving tips at IdahoPower.com. And uh, so this got exactly 26 likes, 17 retweets, and four quote tweets. <laughs> and uh, every once in a while, I'll even get some more fucking action on my tweets. So let's hear what some of the people have to say. Uh Thank you for doing this. Have been cutting back. Thermostat at 80. One light on at a time after dark. Suggestions welcome. And they didn't, of course, they didn't get back to him because they don't even have a person running their Twitter. This is how fucking stupid these people are is they can't even engage with the morons that, or they just don't even care. It's like, yeah, this person's so fucking stupid. We don't even need to give them suggestions. Like, they're just going to do whatever we tell them on the tweet anyways. <laughs> yeah. So we've got another one here that says, awesome, will do. And then we've got down here at the bottom, we're being tested, sheeple. And they hid that one on Twitter. They Every <laughs> once in a while, they'll, they'll say, uh, show more, and you have to click it. So that one was hidden, of course. And yeah. then we've got the last one. Energy is government-imposed monopoly. When demand outstrips supply, they not only encourage you to use less of it, they demonize you and tell you to change your lifestyle. You won't see Pepsi encouraging people to drink less of it during a heat wave because they have competitors. And that one was by me. These fucking assholes. <laughs> so Yeah, it's funny. They uh they want you to turn off the electricity on your house, but uh but don't don't uh don't stop consuming all that propaganda and all that um advertisement. Don't you dare it. do that. Just just plug your phone in before dark. Make sure you have plenty of battery so you can consume through the evening. If we turn the power off, then they don't get the propaganda constantly. We got to have it on at least during propaganda hours. If they don't watch Rachel Maddow, the world is going to end. <laughs> <laughs> and at the same time that Idaho Power is sending that out, I get this on my phone. Heat advisory remains in effect until midnight tonight. Please... Drink plenty of fluids, stay in air-conditioned rooms, stay out of the sun, and check up on relatives and neighbors. Young children and pets should never be left unattended in vehicles under any circumstances. Take extra precautions in your work and spend time uh, work or spend time uh, if you're working or spending time outside. When possible, reschedule strenuous activities to early morning. It goes on. So they're warning you that you're going to die because of the heat. But they're also telling you to turn your air conditioner off because of the heat. Yeah, they are. That's um, <clears throat> cover your ass 101 right there. Yeah, man. It's fucking wild. Sad. All right. So let's go back to um, American Psycho and probably our one of our next presidents. Let's go to 
Mr. Gavin Newsom. California and many other Western states are experiencing simply unprecedented temperatures. In fact, this heat wave is on track to be both the hottest and the longest on record on for track. the state and many parts of the West for the month of September. On track for the month of September. It's the fucking seventh. They don't fucking know. It's on track to be the hot. Oh, what? So we've had a couple hot days in September, and now you're just going to use your forecast and tell us that it's going to be the hottest month in history. It, it, yeah, back. That's a very back in the day. This was a this was just a late a late hot summer, right? Yeah, it wasn't global warming. It was just oh, we're Indian summer. A late hot. Yeah, Indian yeah. summer. That's what we always called it. Was Indian summer, and we knew that was going to happen this year because we had a late winter, like. In Idaho, I remember telling my family, yeah, we're going to have an Indian summer this year because it was a late winter. This is common sense. I mean, they act like farmer's almanacs don't exist. Yeah, really. I mean, you've seen a farmer's almanac before. They tell you what the season's going to be like five years in advance. They know. This is. It's not like they don't understand. They can look at the fucking ice core samples and see that this shit has all happened before. It's cycles, and we're just on the coattails of, of... Nature. I mean, we're literally, we might be able, and here's my biggest thing for, for global warming or climate change. Have you heard of the little ice age before? Mm, no. Okay. Not so. many people have, but it's okay that you haven't. I don't have the information for this pulled up, so I, I'll probably butcher the years, but it was from like the 1600s to the late 1700s. And, or no, it was even longer than that. Essentially, we had like 500 years of a mini ice age, just like 200 years ago, where the temperatures dropped crazy levels. The Times uh, River in London iced over. They had ice fairs. And all, have you heard of those ice fairs before? They've nope. they've shown them on on TV shows and stuff. But literally, what happens if? And we know just by normal climatology that we have another ice age coming in like a thousand years. Wouldn't yeah. it be nice to have some extra heat during an ice age? Wouldn't it be nice if you could turn the thermostat up on the planet when we actually fucking <laughs> needed it? Imagine 500 yeah. years from now when all we have is windmills and, and uh, well, this, that's never going to happen if all we had was windmills and solar panels. And then all of a sudden the temperature drops 30 degrees. What are you going to do? It'd, it'd be great. If we could just say, hey, uh, we're, we're going into an ice age. This is the temperature we need to maintain to maintain hum, human civilization. And, hey, look at that. We've, we've got energy sources to do that. All we need to do is turn up natural gas production and turn down nuclear production, and we'll add some heat. Yep. Be very easy. Should, should be that simple, but uh, simple is not profitable. No, it's not. And and simple doesn't allow for control. This is all about control. Yeah. This has nothing to do with the yeah. environment. These people don't care about the environment. Uh, they're still going to be sitting in their air-conditioned rooms. Uh, let, uh, let's go back uh, on that note. Let's go back to, to, the, to the future president. Californians, you've stepped up to help in a big way to keep the lights on so far. But we're heading, we're heading to the worst part of this heat wave, and the risk for outages is real and it's immediate. These triple-digit temperatures throughout much of our state are, are leading, not surprisingly, to record demand on the energy grid. Everyone has to do their part. Everyone has to do their part. For just a few more days. Individuals, the state. He is wearing a fucking sweater in this interview. <laughs> oh, man. 
Everyone has to do their part. He's wearing a fucking sweater, everyone. He's got Probably his air conditioner cranked down so much that he can't even do a goddamn interview in a t-shirt at this point. He should have been running on a goddamn treadmill before this thing starts. Saying, hey, we've had our AC off for the last three days because we're doing our part. Even if he was lying. I mean, this is how dumb these people are. They don't even lie well. Yeah, well, that would have that would have took effort, and um, you know, it, it, he believes, and I think it's been pretty well proven that it doesn't matter what uh, the optics or what the truth appears to be with your own eyes. Oh, just listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth. That's all mm-hmm. you need to worry about, you little peasant. <laughs> yep, and this is people when. When it was becoming clear that COVID was over, uh, you know what? Let let let's let's go to Project Veritas here and and see what the uh, CNN technical director had to say a couple of months ago about climate change. We're going to start focusing mainly on climate, um, uh, climate like global warming, and like that's going to be our next like. Um, Um, it's our, it's going to be our focus. Like, uh, like our, our focus was to get Trump out of office, right? Without saying it, that's what it was, right? So our next thing is going to be for climate change awareness. So that's like the next pandemic like story like that will yeah that will will beat to death but that one's got longevity you know what i mean it's not like it's got like it's got legs does it climate change has got legs the pandemic or you know like it'll taper off to a point that it's you know not a problem anymore climate thing is going to take years so they'll probably be able to milk that for quite a bit milk it so that's cnn for you our our original mission was get trump out of office and then it went to COVID, but now COVID lost its legs. It can only go for so long, so it's climate change. That's the next thing. And back, I, I we were all made fun of two years ago when we said climate lockdowns are coming, climate change is the next thing. They're not going to get rid of this power. They're drunk on it, and they see, they look at climate change, and they just start fucking foaming at the mouth. They can't help themselves. It's a way for them to completely control society. Yeah. So let's uh, let's listen to now Ursula von der Leyen. She's the uh, head of the European Commission. Let's hear what she has to say about energy. And this is what is expensive, because in these peak demands, the expensive gas comes into the market. So what we have to do is flatten the curve. Flatten the curve. Peak demands. Yeah. We will propose a mandatory target for reducing electricity use at peak hours and we will work very closely with the member states to achieve this mandatory mandatory we're gonna shut you down during peak because what do we got to do we got to flatten the curve flatten that curve that's, we're gonna inject you with some phrase. green energy baby isn't that, that is the wrong phrase to use man or the right uh, if i hear that use. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, in my head, I hear that, and I just, uh, the warning lights start going off, and I'm just like, well, you know, that didn't work well last time, did it? Well, it did work for them. It didn't work well for us at all. Well, <laughs> you yeah, got to think, yeah. this message isn't for you. You're the extremist who doesn't go along with the majority, 
right? This is for the majority. This is for the, oh, what's our Aramaic line again? That's for those people. Mm-hmm. They, Me and you are lost causes. We have to be sent to Guantanamo Bay, or maybe they'll ship us off to Mars and, and we'll build their colony for them or something like that. But no, they're not trying to get through to us. They, they know that that term has legs. Climate change has got legs, man. That term flatten the curve. We love it. We're going to just keep fucking using it again. And most of the people that, that hear that all they're doing is all it is, is word association. Oh, they had to flatten the curve. It was all necessary. These were the experts. They knew what they were doing. Let them do it again. It's like, honestly, have, has society been MK ultra and are these literally just like trigger phrases or some shit? I mean, it doesn't work for me, I guess, but I mean, shit, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Well, I actually, now that you, now that you mention it, I have a video for that. Here is Matthias Desmond. He wrote a book called the the psychology of uh, totalitarianism. So here he goes. The first step is this process in which all this anxiety is attached to the object of anxiety indicated in the narrative and then people start to go along with the strategy to deal with that object of anxiety and to take out their aggression uh, on this object of anxiety and then a second step happens which is even more important because so many people at the same time participate in a strategy to deal with the object of anxiety they have the feeling to fight a collective heroic battle with the object of anxiety Orange and man, in this way climate. they feel connected again. You could say, well, what's the problem? The curve. People felt lonely. We were all together. Now they feel connected again. They show solidarity again. Yes, there is a problem. Just because a mass or a crowd is a group that is formed, not because individuals connect to each other, but because each other separately connects to the collective. Meaning that the famous solidarity, the famous citizenship that emerges in a mass is never a solidarity between individuals. It's a solidarity between the individual and the collective. And that explains, of course, why, for instance, during the corona crisis, people were all talking about solidarity. And at the same time, they accepted that if someone got an accident on the street, they were not allowed to help that person. Or if their father and mother were dying in a nursing home, that they were not allowed to visit them. They just want, of everyone, the demand of everyone else that he sacrifices everything for the collective. That is the reason why, when a mass formation exists for a long time, in the end, all the solidarity is sucked away between the individuals and invested in the solidarity with the collective, meaning that in the end, even a mother doesn't show solidarity anymore for her child and she and that she is willing in the end to report her child to the state and to let it be sentenced to death. That's the basic mechanism of mass formation, which leads to an extreme control. So there you go. Mass formation psychosis is what this is. And he, he, he goes on to say that this is so strong that a, he, he um, compares it to a hypnotist. So mm-hmm. he says that, and I looked into this and it's fucking true that you can hypnotize somebody and convince them that they're fine while somebody is literally cutting into their chest with a scalpel to do open heart surgery and they can have fucking open heart surgery while they're under hypnosis and just be awake. So that's, that's essentially what's going on with society. They are hypnotized and you've got these people who are saying we got to be with the collective and, as a, like a libertarian for me, I, I, I think collectivism is abhorrent. I mean, that's, 
this is like the, uh, a big part of my personality. This is why I drifted away from uh, team sports when I was a kid and moved to motocross. I, I'd have basketball games where I'd score 10, 20, 30 points, and the rest of the team sucked around me, but you lose as a team. And it's like, nah, that's not fucking cool. And then I've had up opposite games. I, I had a football game one time where I let off a touchdown because it, I was a little kid. I mean, I'm probably like, fucking 12 years old or something like that. I forgot my cleats and I was so, you know, I, I, we didn't have cell phones back then and there was no way to call my parents or nothing. So I had to play cornerback with no fucking cleats on. And I let a touchdown go over my head because I slipped and, you know, we won the game like 40 to seven, but that seven was on me. And in, you know, in motocross and wakeboarding, which is another thing that I, that I gravitated towards, you've got help from your family and people working on your bikes and stuff like that. But when it comes down to it and that gate drops, it, you're out there on your own and you win or lose on your own. It's on you. You can't blame it on anybody else. You can't say, oh, well, uh, if the collective only would have pulled just a little bit harder, I would have gotten a better hole shot. It doesn't fucking work that way. Uh, <clears throat> team sports can be fun, but uh, I totally agree with what you're saying. The individual aspect where you win or lose based off of what you do yep. on your own. Yeah. And, can't blame anybody else. And motorcycles are so great. Street bikes are a little bit different, but dirt bikes especially are so great because they get you out of your life. While you're on that bike for that time, you are concentrating 100% on what you're doing and nothing else. Your brain is operating so fast that it doesn't have time to think about what your girlfriend's bitching about or what you've got to do at work tomorrow. You are in the moment. And it's one of the few things where in my life that I've experienced where you can actually live in the moment and not be thinking about the past or the present or the future or past or the future, excuse me. Me especially, I'm always thinking about the future. So it was always really great for me to do something where I could just go and... It demands yeah. 100% of your focus, 100% of your mind and your body. Yep, and you, you get that rush because you're doing something dangerous. You know that you could hurt yourself or kill yourself in any any moment of time, you know, and I, I always enjoyed that. So um, let's... Uh, I got a couple more things here, and then we'll finish up. So, luckily, in California, Tesla was around because, oh, my God, if, if Tesla wasn't there, it wasn't here. I mean, who knows what would have happened. The grid, again, we would have been road warrior in, in like, 48 hours if it wasn't for Tesla. So, here we go. Here's an article in Teslarati. Oh, that, that sounds really fucking up, uppity. <laughs> so, Tesla Powerwall customers continue to help California's grid. Tesla Powerwall customers, uh, today Bloomborn reported that the state declared another power grid emergency and noted that the blackouts could happen. Elliot Miser, CEO of the California Independent Systems Operator, uh, said the rotating outages were possible today. We are now moving into extreme part of this heat wave and we're really stepping up those actions. Tesla Powerwall customers won't have to worry about uh, the rolling power out uh, blackouts, however, and some are actually enrolled in Tesla's virtual power plant program. What a fucking joke that is with PG&E. The screenshot below shows the, the text that they were sent. So it says, and of course I don't have it. 
But it basically said, uh, turn your car off. Don't power your car <laughs> between 8 and 9 o'clock or whatever the time was. So you got to turn your power, you got to turn your car <laughs> You can't charge your car to go to work tomorrow <laughs> because the grid can't support you, uh, support the energy. But also you can't go buy a car that will get you out of this problem because it's going to destroy the entire planet. They're, they're caging us. People yeah. really don't understand that you're going to be a slave to this technology. And of course, Elon Musk got on Twitter with this one. I hope Powerwall production really ramps up soon. It's a great product with lots of demand, but wait times are understandably long. Also great to see Tesla VP. Oh, this was a different text. Anyways, Elon Musk comes out and goes, yeah, unfortunately, we can only sell these things to you if you have a full solar setup at your house. And, and, and we're going to we're gonna get it out to you by the end of the year without that. But for now, you got to have full solar setup. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to have a $40,000 solar setup on your roof. You got to have a $60,000 car. And then when you buy this fucking car, you can only charge it at certain times because these assholes that are in charge have no idea how to keep the grid running. Sounds like a, a great fucking buy to me. <laughs> but at least there is there is some good news. You remember a couple of weeks ago we, we reported on CERN? How um, And I hadn't seen this anywhere, so I'm actually kind of happy that, that we nailed this one. So CERN is firing up the LHC for the large Haglon, Haglon, Hadron Collider for round two. And yeah. I looked into the energy usage, and these things are using uh, the equivalent of 300,000 homes worth of energy in London. So rightfully, I, I think that these people should be shut the fuck down when people can't afford to turn the lights on on their stores. So they're finally uh, talking about turning down. And, and let's see what they what they have to say our concern is really great grid stability because we do all we can to prevent a blackout in our region yeah they're concerned about grid stability they're not concerned about people not being able to pay their energy bills or not being able to run their air conditioners they're worried about uh you know some fucking tech company in germany not being able to fire up 24 7 they don't give a shit about you or your home so I thought that was a I thought that was an interesting story, especially since we've got people in. Uh, so, how bad is it? Uh, oh, man! And now I'm just all over the place. They said they would consider it if it got bad. If it got bad mm -hmm. enough that they had to turn it down, they would consider it. So, how bad is it in Europe? Here's from Zero Hedge: Europe's nightmare scenario comes true. Energy bills to rise by two trillion dollars will reach 20% of disposable income. So you, now 20% of your income is going to go to your energy bill. Good luck starting a business. How are you going to start a business from your home when you can't even charge your fucking car? They don't want you to start a business. That's the whole fucking deal. That's yeah, why at my school the they're point. teaching you how to be a manager instead of a fucking entrepreneur. They don't want any business open. <laughs> they already destroyed all the business in COVID. Why would we want you to open a business now? Fuck you. <laughs> so how bad is it in Europe? This is how bad it is in Europe. Some in Germany are taking matters into their own hands with solutions that might look like a blast from the past. 
About two hours outside Berlin, residents of this small town have turned to wood chips for fuel. Oh, that sounds like fun. We have to be innovative, said the project's organizer. If we don't act and just rely on the government to solve the crisis, we'll never succeed. This burner will soon fuel most of this village of 60 people. So they're turning off natural gas so people can start burning fucking wood instead. They're shutting down nuclear plants so you can pack your fucking stove full of wood chips to make your mac and cheese. Have fun with that, slave. (laughs) Well, on that note, let's do some plugs and then we'll get the fuck out of here. Last week, uh, our episode was called Carb Strikes Back. And you know what? We're again, we're vindicated because as we said, they're going to use these regulations to push other states to do the same thing. And right on cue, 17 states way adopting California's electric car mandate. So there you go. Carb strikes back. What a great fucking name that ended up being because here they come. They're coming for you in, in Washington and Oregon and Massachusetts, Vermont. Yeah, have fun, Colorado and Pennsylvania. You guys are going to be riding bicycles in no time. (laughs) And that's probably the actual goal. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. If you're listening to this, go check out our YouTube page. Leave us a comment. Tell us to fuck off. If you've been listening for this long, we must have held your attention. Tell us what's up. At this point, I'm not even sure if anybody's listening to the show. I yeah, we either you. held your attention or you're you're too baked to yeah. change the channel. Either way, let us. <laughs> either know way, how leave we're a doing. comment. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> At this point, I don't trust the numbers, so I have honestly no fucking clue how many people are listening or watching. Dude, how how hilarious would it be if we could actually see the data and it's all Russian troll farm workers? I'll take it. Watch it, yeah. I'll take it. We'll spread liberty to the Russian troll farms. You know, the, they'll yeah. and, and turn hearts and minds, baby. Hearts yeah, and minds. We can we can help them stay on the straight and narrow so that they can fight the Democrats harder. Yep. <laughs> if you're watching this, you can find us on Podcasting 2.0 apps. This is a value for value podcast. Go to our newsletter. We'll tell you. It tells you a little bit about what value for value is. If we We've uh, provided some value to you guys at this point. Shoot some value back to us. All right. Last but not least, let's check in with Sam Harris. We had fun with Sam Harris last week. So he had a tweet go out. He he picked he um tweeted a picture of Joe Biden doing his ah, where it looks like he's in Nazi garb. It says. I love seeing Trumpists condemning the political optics of this image. Admittedly, they are terrible, but they're only bad by reference to values that should lead you to a totally that should lead you to totally repudiate Trump himself. For Biden, this is a gaffe. For Trump, this would be a window into his soul. Okay, uh, it's not Trump. And Biden didn't decide to do this. He didn't design any of it. These are the fucking controllers. This guy's insane. His his Trump derangement syndrome syndrome is just off the fucking charts at this point. It's really wild, right? Yeah. Well, on that, everybody, 
we are gonna call it a night. I've got a lot of I've got a lot more shit in here too. I've been trying to get to this article for like three weeks now, and I and I keep fucking I keep missing it. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, we're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you hanging for next week. We've got we've got <laughs> a fun go. a fun fun article for next week. And on that, ladies and gentlemen, let let's let's let Talky Joe take us out. Hi. My name is what? My name is huh? my name is Dark Brandon. Dark Brandon. Sing along, folks. My name is the guy. Hi, kids. You like pie tits? <laughs> of course you do. You want to see me close both my eyelids? Hey, a lot. Real close. I'm quicker than most. Of course Let he me is. be clear. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Of course you're not. I, I take my Tonky Joe drugs. I get super long hugs. I'm also an ice cream guy. Of course you are. What? Dark Brandon. Good night, folks. I need to be changed. Maybe get another boost. Get the fuck out of here. I keep getting it. Sorry. My thing didn't pass. Then I fell on my ass. Off a bike that wasn't even going too fast. No, I'm serious. I flew to Crown Pimp Obama. He's a real bad dude. Gave him a little fist bump because I didn't want to be rude. Gas is still $18. What are you guys talking about? It's all right. The economy's strong. And I couldn't be prouder of my boy Hunty's dog. It, it's, I'm the next guy. So stop your search. And if you don't vote for me, you ain't a black guy person. Hi. Uh, what? Who are you, Dark Brandon. Thank you, and God bless America. Smile at Kim. Sniff Sleepy, who's my name? Hunty and the big guy. D- uh, D- uh, DC Records. Mm-hmm. Thank you.